Welcome back to the Woven in Truth podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, my name is Mallory Meltropost, and I am sitting here with my beautiful friend, Lainey. Lainey, Hello. thanks for being here. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> but we are pumped. It is a beautiful day, and we are recording a beautiful episode with our beautiful friend, Haley Schultz. Yes. Haley, thanks for coming on the podcast today. Thanks for having me, you guys. I am like honored to be here so. oh well okay just for everybody listening to know Haley's one of my favorite friends she is hilarious <laughs> um and she's just like uh forced to be reckoned with I tell you but she's really fun and spunky and I'm so excited for all of you guys to get to know her a little bit Haley the way your brain works I love it like <laughs> I'm glad you I'm glad you love it <laughs> Haley, okay, so you work for Hope Worldwide, the yes, nonprofit. Yes, and it's amazing. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself for our listeners to get to know you? Yeah, I I work for Hope Worldwide. I really love it. Um, it's been three years now, which is crazy. Wow. So I I am their communication officer. So I do okay. like their website, all their social media. So I feel like I literally get paid to be a millennial sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty That's great. Kind of awesome. <laughs> yes. So. You're a good millennial, too. I don't feel I like I'm that it. good of a millennial. I'm not a good millennial. <laughs> People talk about things that are trending. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> what are you talking about? I have no idea. You're not missing anything. You're really not. I love it. Okay. Okay, Haley. So what's like a fun fact about you? Um, I was telling you guys a little bit before I have, I always, you know, people ask that during like school classes or oh, like yeah, in a yeah. group of people, like what's a fun fact? Yeah. And I always talk about my skin pigment disease I have. It's called vitiligo. So people that know me, I have like a white streak in my hair because mm -hmm. I have it. So it's a skin pigment disease. So it's actually affects the pigment of your skin. It's like your white blood cells attack your skin pigment, the color in it and just turns it white. Wow. Um, so it's not like dangerous per se but mm -hmm. um it turns my skin white and then if you have hair wherever that skin is it turns the hair white as well mm -hmm. so I was telling you guys that uh number one it's noticeable and it looks like I like dyed a white streak into my hair which when people say that I'm like it's like too punk for me I just <laughs> it's natural I'm so sorry but uh it's really I'm grateful that it's people like it and think it's beautiful because I now that I have it I can imagine my hair without it yeah, but yeah. um yeah it's like pigmentless so I can't like dye it or uh -huh. like take it away uh -huh. and so it's just one of those unique things about myself that people can usually and it literally right makes you cooler yeah like like you are just cool <laughs> and <laughs> I'm it kind of pumps it's from next year right now I, just, I feel oh, cooler I feel like a cool millennial right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think the reason, Haley, I wanted you on the podcast is because I feel like you are a great example of somebody who's just living your best life. You know what mm, I mean? Like, thanks. really, you, you just seem like you appreciate life. You love God. You love people. You have so much fun. And I just feel like you live life well. You know what I mean? And mm. I, I always admire people like that. I want to be around people like that. And I just, I wanted to learn more about what that, I'm sure it's been a journey. I'm sure you don't always mm. feel like that right. and it doesn't just come naturally, but I did want to hear maybe what, what has led you to that and how you do that. Cause I think all of us women all over the world want to live our lives well, right? Absolutely. Um, we want to appreciate the lives God's given us and we want to enjoy the time we have here on earth cause it's limited, you yeah. know? 
um, regardless of what stage we're in. So even though the episode is titled, you're still single, what's wrong with you? <laughs> By the way, Haley came up with that title. I did not say that. Um, in those words, at least. Clickbait. Clickbait, um, clickbait. yeah, that's right. <laughs> but I do feel like what she's going to talk about today is very applicable um, to any woman in any life stage. Yeah, um, absolutely. Haley, do you want to speak any more on that? Yeah, no, I think this kind of whole podcast has kind of become its own, which I'm really grateful for your help in doing that. And uh, I feel like it's kind of come into like a brand new uh, lesson that's so much more broad. And I think I pray that God, it would be God's words and not mine. So I really mm-hmm. feel like that's where it's at now. That's awesome. Yeah, I think I'm just really excited. When I saw the title, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so intrigued. And I'm in a relationship and I really, I still want to listen to it. So yeah. I'm like, I'm just really excited what you have to say and how it's applicable to everyone. I'm just curious. So yeah. Yeah. Well, take it away, Haley. Awesome. So yeah, I'm so honored to speak with you guys today. Um, so, and like you guys said, a little bit more about my background. So I grew up my whole life in the church. Um, my parents worked in the ministry until I was like in middle school And I really loved being a part of the Christian community. So I ended up getting baptized when I was about 16 years old, uh, which was the greatest decision of my life. And um, I've been faithfully living for God ever since. Um, So a fun fact, um, we kind of touched on it, but I guess I would say about myself is that I've personally never dated before. Um, And although I've wanted to. And so I feel like that gives me a unique perspective on being single um, because it's really all I've ever known. Um, as well as I'd like to add that a lot of my best friends got married young, um, some of them in college before they were even 21. And so that's really impacted wow. the way babies. Yeah, that's really Jeez. impacted the way that I viewed being single. But I feel like no matter what your story is, however, um, each year that you live your life, you gain more and more perspective um, about what it means to really trust God with your life and your future. Um, so with that being said, I'm definitely not speaking as an expert, but as a 26-year-old who's learning and growing and loving my life with God, um, I feel closer to understanding God's plan for me with or without marriage in my life, and this could be in reference to something else uh, that you want in your life. Maybe you were hoping for a job or uh, hoping to get pregnant, and God's just saying wait to those desires, and so I'm talking today about just true contentment in life with God, Um, so that's what I want to share with you guys. So, uh, yeah, like Mallory said, this podcast was titled, You're Still Single, What's Wrong With You? Because I feel like at least once a week, I get asked the same question by someone, and I know they mean to be encouraging when they say this, but they're usually like, wow, Haley, you're so great. Like, how come you're still single? (laughs) (laughs) Right? So, now, obviously, again, these people, I know they mean well, um, they're trying to be helpful or encouraging, but I've been wondering, like, are these types of questions really the right questions to be asking? Because this question makes me think, yeah, like, why? Is something wrong with me, like, Mm -hmm. or wrong with the life I'm living? Um, And getting asked this over and over, as a single woman, it makes me question myself. It makes me question God's plan for me. So, like I said, I'm 26, so I can't imagine women who have been um, feeling, you know, the same way and have been waiting so much longer even, older women or Uh, have so much, like, a more difficult journey uh, than I've had to their single life. And so um, I find myself asking myself, like, why am I alone or what what is wrong with me? And so sometimes people will even try to offer advice, um, like, (laughs) oh, maybe you're just too intimidating or do you approach guys and, like, ask them out? Mm -hmm. 
Um, so this only adds to my insecurity because I'm like, okay, something must be wrong with me. I must be missing some sort of magical thing. Um, mm. And that's why I'm so alone. Mm. So before I get to why these are not true, I think it's good to add, like, let's all, you know, be really considerate and cautious about what comments we make to our friends mm-hmm. um, in any stage of life. I don't know, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, why? I don't know. Uh, so, <laughs> so real. Um, so real. Um, oh, my gosh. But, yeah, so I've been finding myself on these insecurities. Uh, so, you know, the questions are, what's wrong with me? What am I missing? Or, like, why is God holding out on me? Um, so I can finally say this year I had, like, a spiritual breakthrough with God on how I think he wants me to look at being single in my life. And first I had to realize there is nothing wrong with being single. And the second thing is God is not holding back on me. Mm. So um, these facts are hard, really hard for me to believe wholeheartedly for a long time. It's kind of like you have a good day or a bad day type of thing. Right. Um, And if I'm being honest about my life, uh, I remember growing up and from a really young age, I never really dreamed about like a school or a job I wanted I dreamed about being in love and being a wife. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw my parents' amazing godly marriage, and I thought to myself, like, that's the dream. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been really hard for me, especially in my mid-20s, not being blessed with this dream in my life yet. And I know a lot of you are thinking, like, well, you're still so young. Um, but I think what the problem was is I had planned my life out until this point. Like, the, the dream plan was, like, okay, of course, by 25, I'll meet my person and I'll plan the rest of my life according to what he wants to do. Right. Um, so 25 passed, and I had my, what I call my quarter-life crisis, and I just realized, like, I need to dream my life, like, past this point without a guy being necessary for happiness, mm-hmm. uh, but instead basing it on what God has in store for me. And I know God has bigger plans for me than just waiting around for a husband. Um, so the scripture I hang on to a lot is 2 Corinthians twelve seven. And this is Paul talking. He says, therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. So we can all have different thorns in our flesh. Um, You can think to yourself, like, what's that thing I've been wanting? And God's just been saying, wait. Mm -hmm. Um, But the scripture still applies that, you know, God is sufficient for us. Um, So being single was my thorn in my flesh, but God is still enough. Um, So before getting started on the key things that helped me realize this, that God's enough in my life, um, I wanted to mention the one thing we cannot do. I feel like this is like the foundation of contentment. We cannot earn any of the things we dream for or like the blessings in our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, And we get this from the Bible. So it says, as we know, and the Bible teaches us about how we've all fallen short of the glory of God. That's in Romans Mm -hmm. 3.23. And that because we deserve death, Jesus died for us and gave us the amazing gift of salvation, referenced in 2 Corinthians 5.14. And this teaches us that salvation is the greatest blessing of all in our lives. And we're not promised a blessed life, although God does love us and shower us with blessings every day. But he does not promise, for me, he does not promise marriage. And he does not promise um, these dreams we may have. And so once I realized that fact, it helped me a lot um, to let go of the idea that I could be something or um, earn it and get what I wanted um, if I was good enough um, to be chosen for that kind of blessing. So here are the things we can do and what I've learned uh, on my journey to really believing and trusting that God's enough for my life. So the first thing that I focused on 
was what I can do with my life instead of trying to be worthy of the blessing I wanted. So the most important thing I can do as a woman is fulfill the greatest commandment, Matthew twenty two thirty eight. 38. So love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then it says love people the same. So loving God with everything. Uh, this past summer, I decided that um, I was going to ask myself every day, every week, every month, what does God want me to do with today? What does God want me to do with this week? Like, what's God's plan for me this month? And so this summer specifically, I focused on helping my best friend, Lily. Mallory was with me when we did that. But we got to study the Bible with her. She's 13, and she got baptized by the end of the summer. It was so amazing. And then I was able to help my other friend, Jaden, um, in my young professionals ministry get restored. And these things helped me really feel super passionate about my life and my faith. And I didn't have any trouble with worrying about being single or trying to look for a boyfriend. So that really helped me practice loving God with everything in my life. And then when it comes to loving people more than ourselves, this year I realized that friendships can be one of the most underrated blessings in our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, I've learned that I find so much fulfillment and faith in investing in my friendships. I'm really lucky to say I have a solid group of friends that I've worked at and built over the many years. Um, My secret to friendship is that I make sure to care just as much about their life as I would hope that they would care about mine. Um, So I travel to see them. I'm there for the good times, like getting married or having babies, for example, and the bad times, like crying over the phone just about a rough day. Um, And none of these things make me feel worse about my circumstances, even when my friends are finding love before me, Um, because I really hold on to the scripture, Luke 6, 38, talks about given it will be given to you, and it says the measure you use will be measured onto you. So the more I give and love my friends in their times of need, that same measure will be used by God to fill up my life with good things. Um, in Proverbs eleven twenty five, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. And so I feel like this is super important to achieving contentment in life. Uh, the next key is that I want to strive to be the best version of myself I can be for God. This only happens with God's help and his word. Our motivation for growth should be, it should not be for anything we're wanting, but rather to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, as it says in Matthew six thirty three, And it says, and all these things will be given to you as well. So whatever else you may be hoping for in your life, we should always pursue those things by seeking God first, not by seeking out our own selfish gain. And then the last key thing um, we can do, and what I may argue is the most important thing, is to pray like the persistent widow in Luke 18. Uh, The secret that I feel like I have yet to master is to pray with the faith, knowing God loves me and wants to give me good things without putting all my hope into my plans for my life. So in Proverbs 13, 12, it says the hope deferred makes the heart sick. So if our hope and our prayers are to get what we want rather than praying faithfully for God's plan in our lives, we make our hearts sick. Um, And the trick is, even when things don't feel good, God is always good. Uh, This is something I'm still trying to learn, but most of all, I think my wake-up call this last year was realizing I didn't want to look back at my 20s and only see myself being sad that I couldn't find my match or the constant worry I was missing something that these other women getting married had. Um, I don't want to spend the rest of my life just waiting and moping about what I don't have. I want to live the amazing life that God has given me now, filled with all the types of blessings that he's given me, and be content with what I do have. 
So I, I hope that my journey can help you um, live your life to the full with God and realize that there are blessings already being done in your life that can be enjoyed like right now. God has a plan to use you even when his plan doesn't look like your plan. And trust me, his plan is so much better. Wow. Amen. Uh, I think that's so true and simultaneously so humbling. (laughs) You asked a really great question. What are we putting our hope in? I think that's really good for us to take some time to consider. Um, Because maybe it wasn't God at one point, and then we just kind of start living our lives and managing what he's given us. And then all of a sudden, it's like we can get off track a little bit. And, you know, I do really feel like we have plans that we make for our lives. And then we have to decide, okay, who are we going to be when things don't go our way? You know what I mean? And I just feel like you, you set such a great example of kind of recalibrating your perspective to be like, okay, God, what do you want for me? You know what I mean? Like, okay, like, I don't want to keep trying to figure out what I want for me, um, but really trying to be surrendered to God's will for your life. Not like begrudgingly, but like really embracing and knowing, okay, God, you have my best interest in mind. You know the desires of my heart. God does know us and he sees us regardless of what situation we're in in life. And um, I just think that's really special and I do think it's also a relief that we can't earn our blessings you mentioned that yes yeah I do feel like that's something in our culture maybe even church culture like we unintentionally sensationalize like okay we'll just work on this and then maybe you'll get this yeah you know what I mean um and if you become this then God will bless it and this will happen and (laughs) the Bible never (laughs) says that that is fake news my friends (laughs) but we kind of start ascribing to that right yeah like what do you do though when you are feeling like down or like bummed or um I don't know like maybe you do have moments where you wonder God do you see me like yeah does that happen and what do you do when that happens yeah no absolutely all the time I don't know I don't know if I've ever questioned whether like God sees me or not I feel so loved by God all the time I think I I owe that to my parents for them um, really being that example my whole life of really loving me unconditionally. Mm, So I knew once I got to know God, I was like, okay, he's even better than that. So, but no, I definitely have my days or my weeks or my months, my years that I feel (laughs) here and there. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, God. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. No, all the time. And I think for me, when the moments get really tough or I feel really down about my situation again I have to look I do kind of this gratitude overview of my life like all right I'm very much noticing what I don't have what do I have right go to those things um and I think I've learned in the past like going back to the stepping stones of what got you to where you're at now so looking back at I don't know I just always have had that glass half full like, especially working for Hope Worldwide, right? I see lives all the time that have so much less than I mm. have. And so it just puts perspective of like, okay, I can easily make a long list of the right. awesome things that God has given me. Again, like I mentioned, amazing friends, mm-hmm. uh, an amazing family, an awesome job, uh, opportunities like this to talk with you guys. Like, I could go on. Um, 
little things in life, coffee or, you know. Oh, yes. Thank the you. Beach thank or, you, Lord, right? for espresso. <laughs> so I try to do that. I try to fill up my heart with gratitude of the things that I do have so that I stop fixating on what I don't have. And I think even, too, specifically when it comes to singleness for me, because I want it so badly, like I said, it's been my my childhood dream. I want to be married. I think what helps me the most it has been my friendships to yeah. – like the way I would obsess over, let's say, a boyfriend or a romance, I obsess over my friends. Oh, like, I know you're cute. You really are obsessed. I really do. I have like photos of their babies on my phone. I'm like, that's not my baby, but feels like my baby. Like, I do know one time I looked at your wallpaper and it was somebody else's baby. Yeah, like, on your phone. Yeah, or I'll put literally like baby. I'll put couples. It's like your friends. Baby. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like my friends just got engaged. Their photo is gonna be my backdrop. Like I love it because it, it brings me so much joy. I love that. Their joy is my joy. I don't know. It's just really helped me to fixate on that. And right. I know even too, I feel like it's a biblical concept that I think we focus a lot sometimes in church culture to uh you know, share with people who don't know about God. But once you do know about God and you're committed in your life to that. I feel like friendships really is that call to like continue to teach God's word and like keep people faithful. Like that's oh, still totally. another mm-hmm. part of faith, not only bringing people, but keeping them here yeah. uh, faithful to God in their lives. So that's what my friends are to me, like making sure that they are always being taken care of. Right. So. And can I make a note about that? I feel like I'm learning a lot, even as a married woman, I feel like just when we get married, we still need to be mindful of like, are we being good friends to our single friends? You know what I mean? Like I think sometimes it can be, it can be difficult. You get into a new stage of life. Like you, like I have a kid, it changes things at the same time. I want to, I want to focus on that. And I think it's something worth noting of like, wow, like regardless of what stage we're in, like, are we being good stewards of the relationships God's already given me instead of wanting new relationships? Like how am I taking, how am I taking care of the people that God's already put in my life? Cause we're called to be the hands and feet. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Jesus went back to heaven, you know, he mm-hmm. gave us the spirit. And I think how cool that you are such an advocate, such yeah. a supporter. Like I think about my favorite people in this life are people that just support me and love me yeah. and build me up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And I just think that's really cool that you are that for so many. And obviously I think God wants to pour that back into your life yeah. and um but I think it's cool because your motivation isn't to get that back your motivation is just to love people Absolutely. but it's cool that God takes care of you like as you're doing that so I don't know it's just something I think even as married women regardless of what stage we're in we can we can really work on that not yeah. checking out not you know what I mean um just describing to a new like list of priorities um things do change but I think wow can we how can we still be great friends yeah. um, to our single friends? Well, listen to your families. We love mm-hmm. we love your families as oh, much as you do. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. That makes me so feel so loved when people, like, love my kid. And so yeah. Like that, so. Oh, Ellie is so cute. That's, that's <laughs> Mallory's daughter. But <laughs> expanding on what Mallory was saying, I think I just love what you shared when you said that you, like, took a step back. And you're like, what does God want to use me today? Like, what today can I do? Yeah. Like, just being spirit-led, you know? Yeah. Um. Because even, like, it's so relatable in, in relationships and marriages and yeah. any stage of life because you're always wanting something else. You know what I mean? You're always, yes, like, exactly. if you're married, you want babies. Yep. And if you're dating, you want to be married. So yep. it's, like, but those aren't promised. So, like, you're always right. 
hoping you're praying for those things but if it doesn't come you get disappointed and so I think I just really love that I'm learning that myself just living day by day just like what is God using me today and the blessings I do have and the relationships I do have the friendships the people in my life um so I think that's really cool yeah no I loved what you said about like being spirit-led that's a huge thing I I try to really listen Mm -hmm. to my Holy Spirit like what is it that I feel like drawn to like I literally get spiritually excited about and I think for me it's been like the teen ministry Mm. I love studying the Bible teens because I think that's where I found God so when they're in their high school stage and they still kind of think I'm cool like for no reason (laughs) yeah it's the best we've got to hold on to that (laughs) yes we don't have streaks in our hair Yeah. So I just, yeah, I totally do that. I listen to my Holy Spirit. Like, what is it that God's given, you know, my, my Holy Spirit has some sort of skill and passion and like listening to that and really fulfilling that. Oh yeah. And I love that. Like that God puts these passions and dreams on our hearts Mm -hmm. and it's like, wow, like let's not quench those spirits. Let's like live them out and then we get to enjoy life so much more. You know what I mean? And I don't know, Haley, I just really appreciate you and the example you set in this stuff. And I know everybody listening, hopefully this helped you in some way. You got something out of it. My best friend, Oprah, she she <laughs> said that the more we celebrate in life, the more there is to celebrate. Wow. And I just feel like this is something that's so important and that we kind of miss out on. Sometimes we're working so hard that we forget why we're working and who we're working for. And yeah. that's, that's God. That's yeah. an amazing, loving, Absolutely. good God. And he wants to give his life and give it to the full. And yeah. I think what you're, what you're hitting on is that godliness with contentment is great gain. Yeah. I know we want to be women that are godly, but we also want to be women that are content, that are present, that yes. are living our best life. So Haley, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yeah, you guys. I, I can't love believe what you awesome. shared. <laughs> um, I'm going to check your Instagram out, see all your babies, yes, your friends' babies. My friends' babies that are my babies. That are your babies. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just appreciate you being here. And thank you, so everybody, much. so much who tuned in and listened. Uh, we love each and every one of you. We just want you guys to know that. We really appreciate you and the support. And we really hope that these podcasts continue just to encourage and inspire you guys, but also empower you to live awesome, passionate, fulfilled lives because of God and his love and his truth. We will catch you all next time on the podcast. Have a great day.